It's the only light the, the unsaved will see. It's the light that is shining in your life through your action, through how you respond to life. You are the light of the world. The world has no other light. All these other religions are not the light of the world. We are. We are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. <laughs> John 5, John, St. John chapter 9, verse 5. The light of the world. Can you believe that God made you something? You know, we believe that we are more than a conqueror. We can believe that, right? Well, how can we believe that we are the light of the world, that we are to make a difference? Because light means hope. Amen. They come to you for hope when they see a light shining. This is, I'm talking about a spiritual light shining. When that spiritual light is shining, the unsaved will come to that light. Have anybody been to your light lately? No, If I'm the light of the world, then I have to make a difference in the darkness of this world. Uh, maybe there's something wrong with my light, even though I have a light. But it's up to me to allow it to shine. You'll get to that later on. Um, verse 5 says, Jesus says, As long as I'm in the world, now listen to this. As I, long, excuse me, as long, this is when he was walking upon earth, and he was saying to his disciples, and he said, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Jesus is no longer in the world, not bodily. He said, now you are that light. Because I am no longer in the world, but I'm making you what I am. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Ah, sometimes you wonder, my God, where's the church? that Jesus Christ built, made us, called us so many names, and each name represents, supposed to represent who we are upon this earth. Can the unsaved seal different in your life? Are we acting and talking and complaining and judging and criticizing just like the world? All these spirits dim your light. We are the light of the world. We know in the natural that the lighthouse is there. So when, they, when you get lost out in the ocean or whatever, when you see that light, hey! God, hey! you will say to yourself, if I can just I'll follow that light, if I will get to the light, I can be helped. And that's what we are. God always identifies his people with something that is great in the natural. He always relates us to salt because salt can change anything that it is put on. And he calls us, you're just like salt. Your life 
lifestyle and the way you live can change any demon. I don't care how possessed he is, but when he sees the light of God shining in your life and he sees the flavor of God, see your life being the salt of the earth, that person will change. There's no way in your world that you're going to tell me that the supernatural power of the Holy Ghost and the light of God and the light of Jesus Christ dwelling in us and we're not making a difference in this world. What is wrong with that light? To do dark from the way you live? Mm. Come on. He said, as long. Now he was telling us something here. He said, as long. I mean, well, we all know that Jesus gone. But he said, I am the light. But when I leave, you are going to be the light of the world. <laughs> what a responsibility. His light, the light that was in Jesus, is now dwelling in a believer spirit. <laughs> That's why God said this generation is not excuse. We are so awesome until we don't even realize it. There's not a demon that hell can spit up or come up with that can overtake the church. We are the church of the living God. We are the church that Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church. And I will equip my church with everything that my church needs that hell will not be able to hold out against my church because I'm equipping my church with my power, the Holy Ghost power, everything that my church needed. Not only that, I'm going to make my church my dwelling place. He said, no, ye not that your body is the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Then another place, they know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Supernatural power dwelling in us. He said, uh, oh, let the excellency of the power is not coming from you. It's coming from the person that dwells in you. His church. His church. Are we being the church that Jesus Christ died for? Are we being the church that he shed in his flesh and blood for? Come on, come on, dog. His church. Because he said, as long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. He said, but now I'm no longer in the world. I equip my people to be the light of the world. There's no excuse for a a whining whip Christian. Because I know what you have in you. Come on, baby. If you born again, I know what's well in you. And everything that you need to conquer every situation is dwelling in you just like everything a fish needs to swim. He didn't have to go to swimming school. He was born with that. He was created with that. Just like a dog barked. The dog ain't never been to bark in school. It was created in him to bark. So why would God create a dog to bark and create a fish to swim and then create us to automatically do things? And we are the crowning of all creation. Said so we are the, he made everything. Then he made man. Because we are the crowning of all creation. 
special people with authority. When he created Adam and Eve, right away he given them authority. We was born to have authority. That's right. Over all things that creep upon the face of this earth, we have authority. Mankind can obtain anything that creep. He can tame a lion not to eat him up. He trained him how to do tricks. But a lion cannot train man. Yeah, you eat him up. <laughs> but, <laughs> but mankind can train anything because he's born with authority. And he, God has given him authority over everything that creeps upon the face of this earth. Man can control it. How in the world you think a man trained an elephant and get under that elephant and that elephant would not crush him? God given him that type of authority to rule over earth. And that's before the name of Jesus came into place. Come on now. I'm much more. And that's before the Holy Ghost start dwelling in us. Yeah. I'm much more. That before our body became the temple of the Holy Ghost, the temple of God. Man was born to have power, have authority. And we are the New Testament church. Yes, Lord. We are the New Testament church with a better covenant. Yes, we have a better covenant. Authority did not, was not brought out at the cross. Authority came through the cross. But a better type and a more depth of authority. He given us something that the Old Testament church did not have. They could not stand up and say, in the name of Jesus, I bound you up. But we can. Yes. The Old Testament church was not called the light of the world. Nope. They were called God's people. But we are called the light of the world. They were not called the salt of the earth. They just were called God's special people. But we are called so many names. The body of Christ. The temple of God. Oh, the, uh, can't bring them all in. We are from a, a holy nation. Peculiar people. Not like the Old Testament people. You are peculiar. Hey! You have the power dwelling in you that can overcome any situation. You, believers, live or defeated. You're never defeated, but your action can make you think you're defeated. You know why I say you never defeated? There's no way in the world that I ever believe that your body being the temple of the Holy Ghost and the temple of God can be defeated. Oh, you might live a defeated life, but in the spirit world, in the eyes of God, you are more than a conqueror. You might live beyond your privilege, but in the eyes of God, he had already made you more than a conqueror. It's like he told Abraham. He said, Abraham, I had already made you a father of many nations. Why are you trying to make yourself? I made you that already. And God has already made us more than a conqueror. He already made us the light of the world. 
all God asks for his people to do is be obedient to his word and do exactly what the instruction of his word should do. So everything that we need to conquer every situation is dwelling in every born again believer that in this place you have the spirit of God dwelling in you. You have the supernatural power of the Holy Ghost dwelling in you. You have everything that you need to conquer every situation. There should never be a time when you feel like you're losing because God said, I have not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. We have everything given to us. Amen. The light of the world. You know, he, he, I'm going to make you that. So you don't have to try to be the light of the world. You are the light of the world. We don't have to try to, try to conquer situation. We are a conqueror. That's right. yeah. <laughs> we, are, we don't have to try and, and, and go through all these steps trying to be blessed. Read your Bible. It said, blessed be unto God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who have blessed us with all spirits of blessing in heavenly places. I don't need to buy no blessing. I'm already blessed. This what Pastor said. We just live by the word. <laughs> Believers are the light of the world. Just remember, on your job, you are the only light, unless it's another Christian, that you unsaved will see. But when you join in and start complaining and talking and bellyache like the world, you dim your light. They can't even see no light. Because you're not making a difference like salt makes a difference. Salt is not get a Johnny with sugar. Because salt is different. And salt is different. And salt changes anything that it is put on. And what I was saying a couple of weeks ago, salt does not change, does not complain or criticize what it is put on. Salt is changing. That's how Christians are supposed to be. We shouldn't criticize and judge and fault find with the people that we're supposed to change. Just change them with your lifestyle. Because if God calls us salt, that means that we have to make a difference. Make a difference. Not just talking, but with your lifestyle, the way you live, the way you act, the way you reverence God in the front of people. Wearing a cross around your neck don't mean that you reverend God. It means that you were able to buy a cross. No, your life, your life, the way you live, your life is something in you. That way you live, the way you reverend God, that Holy Spirit will come out and make your life so attractive that people will want to know who you're serving. Amen. It's the life that we live that makes a difference. Jesus said, I am light. People will come to Jesus for help. People will come to Jesus to be delivered. People come to Jesus for many different things because he was the light of the world and they could see a light in Jesus, not a physical light, but a light that can help me. Many came to Jesus that, and when he walked upon the earth that was possessed with demons, that was sick. They came because they saw a light of healing. They saw a light of hope. And God said, we are 
the light of hope in this world. We are the only light that the world will see. That's why in Romans, I think it's 8, 19, I'm not sure, he said the whole you know, creation are waiting for the sons of God to be manifested. Or they are waiting for the light that is in the sons of God to shine for Jesus instead of for yourself. Not about you. Amen. It's about Jesus Christ. And you representing him. Amen. We are so hung up on myself, myself. Yourself couldn't save yourself. He said, believers, listen to this. <laughs> believers are what God the Father is. Light. You don't believe that? God is light. Believers. It's just like God the Father, light. John 1 and 5, it says, God is what? God is light. In him there's no darkness at all. And God is light. You might say, well, that's God. Let me show you what God is living today. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. I'm just going to tell you where God is living today. God is light, right? And the light of God is living in every born again believer. The light of God is living and dwelling in you. You say, why God? Why? Because the way that we live, the way that we talk, the way that we act, that's why that light is damning us. You can turn that light down so low, there'll be no light. But yet the light is there, but it's not showing. You know how you can dim your light in the house? Just like you can dim your spirit the same way, but turning it down so low that you can barely see your way through. You can turn the light of God in your life down that low to the unsafe around you or so come up around you. They cuss, they say everything they want to say. They do everything they want to do because there's no light to condemn them. Some of the unsaved, I mean, some Christians can get along more with the unsaved than the, than the Christian. Why? They say, I can know that's because you are like them. Yeah. Don't you tell me that you can get along more with the world than you can with Christian. No, because you have too much world in you. No, The Bible says, if a man is a lover of the world, the love of God is not dwelling in you like you're supposed to. Yes, you can fellowship with them. But when you get so that you have a fellowship with them, then a Christian, something is wrong. Amen. You need to fellowship with them because the Bible says, if we have fellowship one to another, the blood of Jesus Christ will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. A lot of unrighteousness left in us. So we need a fellowship. I need your fellowship. You need my fellowship. We need to come together so we can see each other like nobody. We are imperfect people. But if we hang around a sinner, you'll never see yourself. You It's impossible. Because all you see yourself better than him. You're there, and you comfortable hanging around sinners. Lord, have mercy. I'm a day respect. They don't respect nothing about you, they. Lord, help me, Jesus. They don't see nothing. Nothing. They don't reverend your God because you're not representing your God yourself. 
Too comfortable hanging around them. Your best buddies are unsafe people. Why? I mean, they can change you, but amazing that we cannot change them. Oh. <laughs> That's mean your life is too dim uh-huh. to make a difference. You said, I'm a Christian. They really? Man, you could have fooled me. I didn't know he was a Christian. They're going to tell everybody, I didn't know what you call it was a Christian. I've been cussing around him. Saying all kind of words. He ain't never said a word. She ain't never said a word. And she, I just found out today. Did you know that? No. I didn't know she was a Christian. She acting just like the hell of the world. We are placed on jobs to be the light of on that job. Well, they won't let me talk about Jesus. God said, let your light shine. He didn't say get up there and start talking about him. He said, if it shines, that's all I want you to do. Make him attractive by the way you live. Amen. Amen. See, so, <laughs> a lot of times we think that we just get to talking about Jesus. That's all. No, God says, I want your life to talk about me. Amen. I love time out for telling people you a Christian. I want your life to tell them that. Amen. The way you treat people, the way you talk on your job. I want your life to talk for you, not you to talk for your life and tell people who you are. That's right. Will it make sense? Yeah. Okay. You know, I, you know, we are still, I tell you, God, we think if we buy something, a sign that say, I'm, I love the Lord, that you love the Lord. It don't mean that you love the Lord. You was able to purchase that sign. God didn't, God said you're supposed to love God with all your heart. He didn't say that sign. Your lifestyle proved that you love God, the way you live. See, this Bible says holy Bible don't make me holy because I have a Bible. Say holy Bible. See, we let me get things and pay a lot of money for tennis shoes and all that, that we're that person. Nothing wrong with buying good tennis, but don't think the tennis make you that person. See, that's when you mess up. The light of the world. I'm bad, Lord. Okay, I was explaining to you that God is light and the light of God dwelling in us. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 says, Believers are the temple of God's light. Let's read it. It says, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? Listen, he said, do you know, do you know that you are the temple of God? God's light. Where God go, his light go. Come on. Hey, hey, hey. If God dwell in me, that means his light dwell in me. And God is the light, and there's no darkness in him at all. That light dwell in us. To expose darkness that is in us. And there's something, know ye not that you are the temple of God. God, how in the world you didn't do so much for us, making our body, our spirit, your temple. Back in the old days, he had to dwell in boxes and, and they would carry boxes and things around. But no, God said, I want something that alive, that I can live in day by day on a daily basis. 
not just once a while and come to a place where you worship me. No, he said, I want a live body. That's why he said, present your body as a living sacrifice, holy unto God, which is your reasonable servant. You're not doing anything great because you present your body. That is your reasonable servant by the mercy of God. And what God has done for us, we should be an honor for God to even want our body. And much as the body has sinned and lied and, and did so many things, but God still said, I can use it. I can dwell in it. I can make my home in it. We look at a body and say, man, that's the worst sinner that you ever want to see. That's the biggest whore in anybody in the neighborhood. But God said, you know what? I still want that body. I still want that body. You might not want that body, but I can do great things through that body. Who need y'all that your body's temple of God? God the Father, light dwell in the believer's spirit. John 18 and verse, I mean 8 and verse 12, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Jesus' light now dwell in a believer's spirit. St. John 14 and 20 says, Jesus said, oh my goodness, this is what I do know. Jesus said, at that day, the day is here, you shall know that I am what? In my, my father. father. Okay? And ye. In who? Me. And I. In you. Good pastor, y'all ain't went through the ceiling yet. <laughs> the day is here. Yes. He said we would know. I always go to God. You promised me that I would know. I want to know, God, that you are dwelling in your Father, your Father dwelling in you, and you dwelling in me, and I'm dwelling in you. I cannot comprehend this in my natural understanding, God. Only the Holy Ghost can make me understand with a deeper revelation, not an understanding, because I do not understand where you live. You said you live in us. You dwell in us. But now I know it's your spirit that he's dwelling in. It's your spirit that he's dwelling in. Because man is a spirit. He lives in a body. He's possessed a soul. So it's, it's a spirit that we live, he's living in. Because he said, I pray that your whole body, spirit, and soul be sanctified at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So the shell, but he's living in the real you. But when you die, the real you leave your body, which is a spirit. That spirit, once that spirit leave your body, you gone. God is a spirit. And he dwells in our spirit. And he said, they that worship me must worship me from your spirit. Yes, our emotions get carried away, but we have to, the, I mean, his, the spirit have to join in with your emotion. I mean, your emotion have to join in with your spirit. And so much I want to teach. Oh, one minute, no way in the world. <laughs> See, I'm not going to sit up and say, I'm out of time. You know that people. <laughs> I know there's no everybody playing, they can do all this and stop the well, but they don't do things that it's like stop time. <laughs> no, it's what it is. My time is up. 
is up, is over, is done. That's it. We thank you for coming out today. We thank you for listening to the broadcast. And we will be back tomorrow at 11.30 do it all over again in the name of Jesus. Just remember who you are. You are the you are the saw all the good stuff, right? Go out and make a difference. Uh, we don't we the church believe it does not need your salt. So stop trying to salt me down. We all right. <laughs> we and church members do not need your light, so stop trying to light me up. The world needs your salt. The world needs your light. Do it outside of the church. Don't even be in church looking all big and all this. The world needs it. I don't need no light to convince me that Jesus is Lord. I don't need no salt to change me. I'm already changed. Just remember the church is already changed. Stop trying to change Christian that's already changed. Pray that the Holy Ghost will get a home for them and, and develop in them what they need to be developed. But God wants you to go outside of these walls and on your job and your marketplace. Make a difference. They need your salt. They need your light. Everybody can show up in church. I got it straight. Yeah, but go out there and get some of them unsaved straight. That's it. Amen. Amen. See you next Sunday.